Good morning and welcome to the birthday of the church on this May 31st, 2020, the celebration of Pentecost, the day the church was born. I am Archbishop James Salisbury of the African Orthodox Church of St. Simon the Cyrenian. Join us in this wonderful and blessed celebration.
Let us begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Blessed is the kingdom, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for the peace from above and for the fellowship of our souls. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for the peace of the whole world, for the good estate of the holy churches of God, and for the union of all men. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for this holy house and for those who with faith, reverence, and the fear of God enter therein. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for our Archbishop James, for the house of bishops of the African Orthodox Church, for the venerable priesthood, the diaconate in Christ, for all of the clergy and the people. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy, calling to remembrance our whole, all holy, immaculate, most blessed and glorious Lady Theotoka, ever-Virgin Mary, with all of the saints, let us commend ourselves and each other and all of our life unto Christ our God. To thee, O Lord, O Lord our God, whose might is beyond compare, whose glory is incomprehensible, whose mercy is infinite, and whose love towards mankind is ineffectable, do thou thyself, O Master, in thy tender compassion, look down upon us and upon this holy house, and grant us and those who pray with us thy rich mercies and compassion. For unto thee do all glory, honor, and worship to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 I will go unto the altar of God, even unto the God of my joy and gladness. The Lord be in your hearts and upon your lips that you may truly and humbly confess your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I confess to Almighty God, to His Church, and to you, that I have sinned by my own fault in words, and deeds, and things I have, and thoughts, and things I have left undone, especially for these and all of the sins which I cannot remember. I am truly sorry. I pray to God to have mercy on me. I firmly intend to amendment of life, and I humbly beg forgiveness of God and His Church, and ask you for counsel, direction, and absolution. Our Lord Jesus Christ, who has left power to his church to absorb all sinners who truly repent 
and believe in him of his great mercy, forgive you of all of your offenses, and by his authority committed to me, I absolve you from all of your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, and amen. Turn us again, O Lord, and quicken us, that thy people may rejoice in thee. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and let our cry come unto thee. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Almighty God, we give you praise and thanks for this great and wonderful day. Father, you have brought us through a week of much turmoil, much sorrow and pain. Help us, Lord, in our moving forward to forgive each other, to forgive the sins of our fathers and our forefathers, to forgive the sins of our nation. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God on high, and on peace, on earth peace, good will towards men. We praise Thee, we bless Thee, we glorify Thee, we give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, one Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that taketh away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Thou that taketh away the sins of the world, receive our prayers. Thou that sitteth at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy on us. 
For thou only art holy, thou only art the Lord, thou only, O Jesus Christ, with the Holy Ghost, art most high, and the glory, God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. And let us pray. Father, open our hearts and our minds, our eyes, our ears, that we may receive your word. That receiving this word, Lord, that as we share it with others, it leaves our lips, take the wind, touch the ears of those hearing, that it may touch their hearts and their souls to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. At the Church of St. Simon the Cyrenian, we always celebrate the Vigil Liturgy, which is done at night. Uh, the readings are from Genesis 11, 1 through 9, or Exodus 19, 3 through 8, and 16 through 20, or Ezekiel 37, 1 through 14, or Joel 3, uh, 1 through 5. The responsorial is Psalms 104 and verses 1 through 30. The second reading is from Romans 8, 22 through 27. And the Gospel reading is from John 7, 37 through 39. And this particular celebration, the church is dark, a fire is built outside. We have the pastoral candle, which is a big, tall, long candle. We light that candle from the fire, the blessed fire outside. We take it into the church. The water has been blessed and we dunk the candle into the water. 
uh, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It symbolizes and, and represents light coming into the world, and it is light and water. And so the water represents the woman's womb. The candle represents the male sex organ. And so when it is plunged into the water, it is giving life to the water, which creates what we use or hear as holy water. It's the water when you walk in the church or when a priest goes to visit, or you may take some home of holy water that you use to sprinkle in prayers and so forth, and to the cleansing of one. So that is how this particular celebration starts out. And, and, and also when the candle comes in, and everyone has a candle, and so all of a sudden the church fills up with beautiful candle light. And it is the birth of the church, the Holy Spirit has descended. May 31st, 2020. Solemnity of Pentecost, Vigil Mass. A reading from the book of Genesis. The whole world spoke the same language using the same words. While the people were migrating in the east, they came upon a valley in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to one another, Come, let us mold bricks and harden them with fire. They used bricks for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the sky, and so make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we shall be scattered all over the earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the people had built. Then the Lord said, If now, while they are one people, all speaking the same language, they have started to do this, nothing will later stop them from doing whatever they presume to do. Let us then go down and confuse their language, so that one will not understand what another says. Thus the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the speech of all the world. It was from that place that he scattered them all over the earth. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, send out your Spirit and renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your Spirit and Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh Lord my God, you are great indeed. You are clothed with majesty and glory, robed in light as with a cloak. Lord, send out your Spirit and renew the face of How manifold are your works, O Lord! In wisdom 
you have wrought them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Alleluia. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Creatures all look to you give them food in due time. When you give it to them, they gather it. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. If you take away their breath, they perish and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we know that all creation is groaning in labor pains even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that sees is not hope. For who hopes for what one sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait with endurance. In the same way, the Spirit too comes to the aid of our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings. And the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the holy ones, according to God's will. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, Let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. As scripture says, Rivers of living water will flow from within him who believes in me. He said this in reference to the Spirit that those who came to believe in him were to receive. There was, of course, no spirit yet, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let those who have ears, let them hear, and hearts to receive, let them receive.
O God, who by the mystery of today's great celebration sanctify your whole church in every people and in every nation, pour out, we pray, the gift of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth, and with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, fill now once more the hearts of the believers. Touch us, Father, that we will carry this love, this power, to the ends of the earth and to the ends of each of our journeys. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen, amen, and amen. This morning, when we look at this gospel reading, and we look at the, the key phrase and words here, it is, receive the Holy Spirit. You know, to the point the earlier in uh, John's gospel during the Last Supper discourse, Jesus promises his disciples, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of Truth. In today's gospel, this promise is fulfilled. Uh, an advocate is one who intercedes on another's behalf. In the in this letter in the gospel from uh, to the Romans from Saint Paul, uh, he explains that the Spirit's role in our lives uh, is he explains this as that is what the role of the the Spirit is in our lives. The Spirit too comes to the aid of our weakness, for we do not know how to pray and we not know what maybe we ought to say. And all of us have those times when we we need to pray and we just don't know how to put the words together. But God has sent us His sweet Holy Spirit to intercede for us, to guide us in expressing in groanings in ways that we cannot verbally say. Some of us as African Americans remember what is known as the Mona's Bench. We remember some of the old folks as they sit over in the corner sometimes with a Bible in their hands and as they would close their eyes and they would start to pray and then they would start to groan and that is the Holy Spirit using that to say what they are trying to say in the deepness of their hearts and their emotions. That wonderful sweet gift with that gift of the Holy Spirit 
the life of God comes and makes a home in every one of his believers, no matter where you are, no matter what color you are, no matter what country you come from. When, the, when this day came, the day of Pentecost, God poured his spirit out on the whole world, not just for a certain given number of people. To experience this universal church includes this miraculous and divine diversity that we have. Our differences are a blessing, but can also be a source of conflict. When I say that, well, let's, let's look at it. We have various groups and denominations and so forth. In the Orthodox Church, we have the Eastern Orthodox. We have the Western Orthodox. We have the Coptic Orthodox. We have all of those together, of course, and by nationality. We have the Filipino Orthodox, the African Orthodox, the Ukrainian Orthodox, the Russian Orthodox. We can go on and on and on, but in that diversity, sometimes we sit around and we might, you know, battle each other back and forth, but we are Orthodox in the Baptist Church, in the Methodist Church, in the, in, in the Presbyterian Church, in the Pentecostal Church. We may have some different things that we emphasize. But in the whole, we are that church of Jesus Christ. We are the body of Christ. And the Holy Spirit has poured down on all of us. And he has given us various gifts. He has given us various gifts. And we cannot forget that. And we cannot put each other down because we say, Well, you know, you can't have the Spirit because you don't speak in tongues. No, no, no. We all have this gift. You know, the the church, uh, this particular celebration concludes our Easter celebration. You know, we went through Lent and then there was the Easter season and now it is concluding with the celebration of of Pentecost. Uh, and that is the 50 days after the Passover. So, in so doing, the church is following our elder brothers in faith, our elder brothers in faith, those are the Jewish people. The Feast of Pentecost was the Feast of New Grain. New wine, first fruits of the harvest. It was held 50 days after Passover. Thus, we get the, the Greek term, the name Pentecost, which means 50. The book of Acts tells us that it was on this feast, that Peter was so emboldened that he came bursting out of that room, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, he spoke 
to the Jews, Jewish pilgrims there, who had been assembled in Jerusalem for this feast on that particular day. And they came from all over because this was one of their great celebrations. And like uh, Acts tells us, I mean, like Luke tells us in Acts, it was the day that the Holy Spirit was given to the disciples and also poured out onto the crowds who had were listening to Peter preach. But our gospel reading is not from Acts, as it is not a gospel, nor is it from Luke, uh, the author of Acts. Instead, the gospel reading uh, at this particular vigil uh, is from the book of John, whereby Jesus gives the gift of the Holy Spirit. The, the episode in the Gospel of John, uh, uh, John the, uh, what happens on, on that is that that was on that Easter Sunday evening when Christ appeared in that upper room and they were all locked in there and the doors were closed and all of a sudden he appeared. Nobody opened the door. <laughs> he appeared to them and, and uh, he showed himself to them and then he, uh, Jesus gave the disciples the gift of the Holy Spirit in a rather graphic sacramental way on breathing on them. He breathed, received the Holy Spirit. And you know, that joy came over them. And they were revitalized. You know, they had gone through all kinds of trauma. There was the, the death. You know, the crucifixion, there was, there was, there was the beatings and all of that had taken place. Uh, when he did that, they had received the Holy Spirit. And on Pentecost, as Luke says, the key theological point is that the Spirit was given to the early Christian community. The Spirit had been with the church, the community of disciples, ever since. In fact, that same spirit is alive in each of our congregations and our parishes, our churches throughout the world, wherever they are, the spirit is there. Rather than a historical event trapped in the past, the handing on of the Spirit continues to happen very regularly in our lives of the believers. And so we receive it. We receive it through our baptism and chrismation. And in some of you uh, call it confirmation that we receive the Spirit. And so on Pentecost, when Peter, when when the when that wind like form came and the tongues of fire 
lighting above each one of their heads in the upper room. It was like putting the match to the fuel that they received on that first Sunday night when Christ appeared to them after he rose from the dead, after he had been crucified, and he breathed upon them. Now, he took a, basically, he took a, a lighter and lit it up, not only on them, but the whole world, all of the things that they thought they couldn't do, came to light, and now they can do. And out of that, they went and changed the world. Right on down to this very moment. You know, you might ask yourself, what would it have been like to hear the words of Peter at Pentecost? Powerful sermon. What would it have been like to have seen the risen Jesus and to have to have heard him say, Peace be with you, before handing over his Holy Spirit. Yet for those of us in the 21st century, for those of us on this March 31st, 2020, we experience the Holy Spirit in the same way. The Holy Spirit lives in each of us, in our churches, in our families, in our friends, in our relationships. Once we experience the dying and rising of Christ, we live in a newness of life accompanied by the Holy Spirit who guides us who teaches us, who advocates for us, who's always there to protect us, to give us the right words to say. That Holy Spirit. One of the main points I want to bring out here is that the, the, the Spirit that descended upon the apostles is described as a strong, driving wind and tongues of fire. Both wind and fire have the ability to form, shape, and transform matter. Today we gather to ask this transforming power of God to pour out upon us and upon all creation. In this Holy Spirit, we receive everything we need to carry out Jesus' mission of love in the world, to be the body of Christ, and to build the kingdom of God. We are now in a situation, not in this country, in America, where it seems like we are splitting apart America is coming into a newness of something. You know, lies crushed down will rise up like a mighty sword. 
They're rising up, and people who have closed their eyes, people who have taught a kind of Christianity that it was okay to enslave people, it was okay to kill indigenous people, it was okay to get cheap labor from around the world wherever you could so that the mighty can grow richer and the poor can grow poor. A new light is coming. And they're finding out that even though we're sitting in glorious churches being entertained, but as Tennyson stated in his writing, we the hungry sheep have been looking up and we have not been fed. And now we have got to feed through the power of the Holy Spirit. We as Christians, disciples of Christ, must take this era and learn and teach the powerful lesson that was taught when Christianity first got started. When you stop to think about how many people were reached with the truth, not the revisionist truth as it went into Europe and came back out, not the truth where all the angels were white, blonde-haired, and blue-eyed. You know, you never did see any pictures of any others around. Not where all of the, the historical figures were of European descent. I'm telling you this because the lies that have started, the lies that have been perpetrated for the purpose of power and control are still with us and we must pray and ask the sweet Holy Spirit to embody in us, to give us the power to go forward, to reach out and touch each other regardless of what color we are, regardless of what nation we come from, and regardless of how well or how bad we speak English. We must share this good news of Jesus Christ. We must share this good news of the Holy Spirit. We must open ourselves to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that we can share them with others. My question to you is this, if you are working on a job every day and all of your friends are just your particular race or ethnicity or whatever, why is that? Why is it that you don't have any other people sometimes around your dinner table? Why is that? You don't have other persons who are friends and you are around their dinner table? Why is it that 11 o'clock on Sunday morning is still the most segregated time in America, but we run around saying how much we love Jesus Christ, but we cannot love each other to break that barrier? In today's gospel, Jesus greets his disciples by offering them peace. We must ask the question, how do we strive to bring Christ's peace to those that we greet each 
today. Let's ask ourselves and let us pray each day that God will show his face to each of us. And let us be ready if the face does not come back in the color that we are. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the sweet Holy Spirit, amen, amen, amen. Now go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And be a servant to someone today.
Mm-hmm. <sighs>